Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. And welcome to episode 17 of A Game of Two Halves, the entertainment trivia podcast brought to you by me, Dylan. And me, Kirsty. <laughs> do you have to always say it like that? And me, Kirsty. Absolutely. It's like that voiceover guy for the movies in a world where Kirsty is a podcast host. I didn't go host. That's very posh. <laughs> So we are doing some trivia that we've done a while back now. We haven't done it for a while. And personally, it is one of my favourites, Relation Wealth. Do the duva. I know I'm expecting you to sing Relation Wealth, Relation Uh, Wealth. Relation Wealth, Relation Wealth. Just whenever Relation Wealth does. (laughs) Relation Wealth. So, because we haven't played this in a while, I will recap you, y'all, like that word, y'all, y'all, y'all on the rules. So, points mean prizes. There are three rounds per person, one question per round with five possible answers, three questions in total with a possible 15 answers. The maximum amount of points that can be won is 18, except for spot prizes. Each correct answer will be worth one point. If you manage to guess all five answers, you'll receive a bonus point. So a maximum of six points per round can be awarded. You start with three lives. Every time you answer incorrectly, you you lose one life. If you lose all three lives, that round ends and you'll move on to the next round. If you get an answer correct, you'll hear this. And if it's incorrect, you'll hear this. And to um, transition to a start of a new round, you'll hear this. Whoosh. Whoosh. Okay, so any spot prizes you win can instantly be redeemed for one point, or you can trade it in for an extra life for that round if there are more answers left. If there are no more answers left. It has to be redeemed for one point. Lives and extra lives do not carry over to the next round. Are you pumped? Yes. Are you going to go first this time answering questions? Yep. Okay. Not a problem, you. Let's begin. All right. So name something that smells bad but tastes good. Smells bad but tastes good. Yep. Right. Cheese. Top answer. Woohoo. Some of these I disagree with, to be fair. Well, at least one of them. Milk. Nope. Um, wine. Nope. You'll kick yourself on some of these answers. Wine. You said milk, you said wine, you've said cheese. We normally give each other a little hint. They won't give me a little hint. Well, I said one of them I disagree with. It's not really a hint, is it? I've said that they're quite obvious. You'll kick yourself. Um, they're pretty standard. Like people will go, "That smells minging." How can you eat that? There's one in particular that I really don't like, which is a vegetable. When it's cooked, it smells awful. Normally, have it on a roast dinner. Cabbage. And you've won a spot prize. Ooh! So you have won a luxury seven-day ski holiday in the French Alps. 
I'm pumped about that. Would you like to exchange that for a life or a point? A point, please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So the ne- the last three are something that you eat. One of them you eat quite regularly. One you normally have in a sandwich, and the other you have in multiple different ways. Um, That's all your hints. Okay, thank you. The one that we have all the time, I disagree. I don't think it smells bad. I don't think you do either, but it's strong. Brown sauce. No. So the, the top answer you got right was cheese. Second, garlic. Three, fish. Mm-hmm. Sandwich, you have tuna sandwiches. Fourth was egg. Fifth was cabbage. I don't think eggs smell bad. I don't think tuna smells bad. And I don't think garlic smells bad. Well, you can get like pickled eggs. Mm, true. And boiled eggs sometimes if they've been left for a little bit. Tuna fish is quite potent. Doesn't smell bad though. I wouldn't say it was a bad smell. Well, if you don't a... like fish, like when you walk past yeah. the fish counter. Yeah, that's true actually. Right, next round. So we asked 100 people, name something that's hard to mend when broken. A vase or a vase. Correct. A, like dinner plates, like dinner, like porcelain, like... No, like crockery. Yeah. No, I agree, but it's not on the list. Name something that's hard to mend once it's broken. So name something that when broken is hard to mend. Is it like, are they all like objects or... No. So your heart. Top answer. Three objects, one of which you've already got, the others aren't. So there's one there that's not. Bones. I'll give you that. It was leg. Yeah, thank you. And ornaments. Not well, giving you that one. They're not. They're not hard to. They are hard to fix. Yeah, but it's not on the list. Watches and clocks. Clocks on the list. You've got one more. One more life. And one more answer. And I take it it's related to ornaments. Yes. I give you bone when it was leg, so you're not getting <laughs> another freebie. Like collectibles no really just being a cock no it was glass right okay so yeah you can collectibles can sometimes be porcelain that can be fair enough plastic you know i lay off enough right name a type of tea you can drink green tea correct Uh, top answer iced tea you can drink iced tea it's not on the list Top five answers. Tea. T- name, what was the question? Name a type of tea you drink. So tea, varieties or flavours. Fruit tea. Are you kidding me? It's not on the list. Sarah would be all over this one, to be fair, so would I. So there's the one that you that is most common, that everybody drinks pretty much all of the time. If you're a tea drinker, we have some in the house right now. Tea bags. No. I'm not, I know that's not your answer, so I'm not accepting it. <laughs> not like... Like breakfast tea. English breakfast tea. <laughs> Fucking hell. Earl Grey. Yes. Oh, uh, what's, what are the Chinese drink? Herbal tea. Not on the list. Um, so the answers were green, Earl Grey, chamomile, English breakfast and peppermint. Right. Okay. So how many did I get in total, please? One, two, three. I'm just double checking. 
Ooh, that's terrible, actually. Oh, apparently I give you an extra point. Oh, right, brilliant. so that brings your total up to 251. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so name something that people commonly forget. Keys. I'll give you that car keys. Yep. People's names. Top answer. Woo. Phone. Phone. Like mobile phone. Nope, sadly not. That face indicates that it's something very fucking similar. <laughs> Could be. Could not be. You're an absolute douche. I'm not. Um, people that most commonly forget. Um, are, is it like phone numbers? Yes. Two more to find. Are the rest of them objects? No. Birthdays? Yeah. And one more. Is that an object? No. The pressure. What do I normally forget? See, I forget everything. It's not really a fair question. This is the, the you've had your hints, but I'll give you another one. This is something that you wouldn't forget personally. Something that I wouldn't forget either. Because I'm nice. Because you're nice. Because I'm lovely. Yeah. I've already said birthdays. Mm-hmm. We personally wouldn't forget this. <laughs> that's true. Because we're nice people. Yes. That's your hint. Is it like a gift? Is that your answer? No. Yes, it was your answer. <laughs> After do you get do you have one more chance? We wouldn't forget it because we're nice people. And I've already said birthdays. Yes. Try to think about it logically. Okay. So it's something that you do or give to others. No, it's not an object. No, it's something that you do or give to others. Right, okay, well I'm just saying it's not an object. You don't have to give somebody an object, you could give them your time. That's you could, yes, but it's not time. That wasn't an answer. Do you pass, or are you going to give us an answer? I don't know. Pass. Anniversaries. Fuck. Name a tradesperson who helps build a house. Architect? Oh, is it like the manual labourer? Okay. Nope. So like a carpenter? Carpenter. A bricklayer? Bricky? Yep. Plasterer? Nope. Helps make a house. Helps build a house. Helps build a house. Well, like, plumber? Yep. Electrician? Yep. One more. How many lives do I have? One. <laughs> you have no fucking clue. I think you've got one life left, yeah. Name a tradesperson who helps to build a house. So we've got carpenter, you've said. You've said bricky, plumber, and electrician. There's one more to find. What the fuck else do you need done in-house? Think about it logically. Well, I was. I said bricky and then I said plaster and you were like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because they didn't need a brace. And I put a plaster on a bit. No, okay. Oh, like a roofer. A builder. Well, I didn't think it was going to be that fucking easy, did I? (laughs) Don't blame me for your shortcomings. Stupid. (laughs) Name a word that rhymes with jumpy. Lumpy. Top answer. (laughs) (laughs) Jumpy, lumpy, frumpy. Frumpy. Yes. Yes. That's also an answer. Jumpy, lumpy, frumpy. The next thing that comes to my mind is slumpy, but I don't feel like that's right. Nope. No. Jumpy, lumpy, frumpy, clumpy. Nope. Dumpy. Any idea? No. The missing ones were bumpy. Humpy 
and grumpy. And grumpy was a star, uh, um, what you call them? Star prize. A star, uh, no, it's not called a star prize. It's called a spot prize. Oh, I still got 10, bitches. So did I beat you again? No, both got 10. No, you said I had 11. No, you had 10. No, you said... No, you had 9, and then you got your spot prize, which you exchanged for... Oh, really? So what is, what's the total scores now? You're then? on 251. Yep. And I'm on 272. Ooh, I just can't catch up, Ooh. man. I cannot catch up with what is going on, baby. You're rubbish. So what's occurring? Well, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. The okay. Suspense. So I like a good complaint every now and again. I like to make a complaint every now and again, just to, you know, keep the senses alive. Every now and then. <laughs> um, so uh, complaints like this, though, don't ring very are these like daft complaints like ridiculous complaints again well we'll find out so shopper shopper demands that parent parking spots go to customers who spend the most money what (laughs) so it's probably the same person who said there was too many seeds in the seeded bloomer and waitrose uh so the letter says rich people should park closest to the shops as they have the most to carry. So it makes logical sense. Well, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> if all they've popped in for was a loaf of bread and some milk. But that's not the point. They bring the most revenue to the store. So therefore they should park closer. Not necessarily. A family <laughs> of 17 would bring I, more I, revenue. I don't agree with it. I'm just getting your reaction. So a letter submitted to a newspaper, this is in Australia, um, has riled readers by suggesting an alternative use for parent and child parking spaces at shopping centres. Writing under the name Diana Davenport, the controversial author believes the wealthiest customers should be assigned the spaces closest to the shops as they spend the most money and have more shopping to carry. To be fair, though, the ones that are closest to the shop are the disabled parking spaces, the ones after the mother and baby. So apparently she has limits. She doesn't want to toss aside disabled people to be able to get a seeded loaf. Yeah. So the uh, complaint reads, whilst while visiting my local supermarket, I was disgusted to find the best parking spaces nearest the door are now reserved for so-called parent and child parking. If you are fit enough to produce offspring, you should jolly well be able to walk across the car park into the supermarket. I'm going to knock her out. Who is she? <laughs> I love that you should jolly well be able to do that. Absolutely. She's my hero. No, um, she's not. <laughs> Don't. You day. So it continues. The best spaces should be reserved for people with the most expensive cars. It is us who are likely to spend the most money in the supermarket and to have the most shopping to carry back to our cars. It's called a trolley love. The the letter was published in Melbourne's Herald Sun and Diana, who claims to be from an affluent inner city suburb, sparked both fury and humour when her views were shared on social media. It turns out that it's not Diana's first rodeo with the alias, having a history of writing controversial letters into Melbourne's newspapers. (laughs) Readers wrote angry replies to the letter. So with many understanding it now to be sort of tongue, a tongue-in-cheek piece of writing, it wasn't picked up by all by all the Herald's readers. One commented to say, I think it's more about protecting kids than an entitlement. 
It's common sense. I would hate to walk three young kids through a huge car park unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Another of Diana's previous letters, which was withheld from print, complained about a charity motorbike ride. It said, I had the misfortune to be stuck in traffic gridlock caused by the motorcycle rider's Christmas toy run. I have never seen so many middle-aged misfits with no teeth and tattoos. Searches to track down the true identity of the devious writer have so far been unsuccessful. So Diana, if you're listening, if you can please come forward. That'd be nice. No. Stay in your fucking box. (laughs) Well, I don't think she'd stay in a box. She'd stay in a... Uh, a Ranger of a Sport, um, but uh, or, or her Lamborghini, or you know her Rolls Royce, whatever car of, of choice, whatever car she's driving that particular day, because obviously she has she has a garage full. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I yeah, I I park in child and and, and mother baby and all them spots. So I assume yeah, you. but we do it when we go shopping like late on. No, not all the time. Yes, when we're out there, you bloody well do. No, we've been mid afternoon and parked in a child and. Mother and child not when sport. there's no not when there's children about we don't oh come off it you know fine well that we've parked in them spots when there's been kids it fucking peak time out three o'clock in the afternoon plenty of time so stop acting all innocent and sweet because you're on a podcast you bitch. you're a little bitch well you're not denying it are you so yes that's the little sort of complaint that i had to read out because that was i mean if if i blatantly saw that there was loads of kids like i wouldn't well we never we never go shopping like just after school because you hate it and we never go shopping like we never really well we try not to leave the house during like the um kids holidays and stuff yeah obviously six weeks holidays is pretty unavoidable but we try not to to go out as much the majority of the time that would do like a decent shop that we're in a parking space for like a long period of time is when we go shopping but we tend to go shopping like late at night if we're going to be there for a while you never park in a mother and baby spot no it's normally just for quick convenience to be honest but i still do it so yeah that's what i want to say so diana davenport whoever she may be she i wonder if she's actually serious or whether she's just doing it for Sort of, so I like twisting. But then again, I think I don't know. It, 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 yeah, maybe, it could maybe be. someone trying to be funny, being a bit controversial. Yeah, like us. But we nail it. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that was Diane Davenport. I, I, I might have to have a look up to see if she pops up anywhere else. Because yeah. um, let us know what you think. Do you think the more affluent people? <laughs> <laughs> we'll run a pool <laughs> should you be able to park in a parent spot if you have a, an expensive car it's the same thing with people who take up multiple spaces because oh, of their car like um, but they they never park like towards the back of the car park either they normally park like right at the front the closest spots you can that aren't like disabled or mother and baby and then they take up about six parking spaces yeah like i've seen people park sideways i've seen people park diagonally and it's just entitlement spot and it's Mm -hmm. just because you may have a more expensive car than the average person that's fine but you are just a normal average person so you're gonna have to deal with the. but i don't want them to dent me precious car 
Well, I don't think anybody wants their car to be dinted. I think whether you own a, a bloody five hundred pound Ford car from the nineteen seventy sixes. Seventy sixes. From if you own a Ford car from the the nineteen nineties, or you own you know a brand new Aston Martin DB eleven with a registration plate DB eleven U. We've actually seen that today. <laughs> Oh then my goodness. You, you, it's your, it, in some cases, it's, it's your pride and joy. Like, I, don't get me but, wrong, I own a, I own a Corsa. And, but you don't know who, like, that could be someone's first car. It may be secondhand, but to them. Like, I had a bloody Deawoo Matiz. Chevrolet. Well, I had a Chevrolet version, but it was originally Deawoo. <laughs> um, and I bloody loved it. Apart I, from in the snow. I would have. That was dangerous. Well, Yes going through that car park and you skidded out and you were like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> let's do it again absolutely fucking not <laughs> you were sitting there no <laughs> let's just get home safely <laughs> i'll walk i'll walk but i would have been <laughs> devastated if somebody didn't have that and it really wasn't worth getting upset about but i would have because it was my pride and joy well that's it i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take up another car spark and Car spark and space. Car spark and space because I own uh, my cars less expensive than. No, like I hate people like that, and I'm sorry to say it. And obviously, not everybody's going to agree, but <sighs> really a, riles me up. A parking bay is for one car. You can't then take up seventeen bays. Well, and if you're really concerned about park your at the car, back of the car park, exactly park somewhere where there's plenty of spaces, and. That's, that nobody will generally park. Like, there's unless you're in central London and you're going somewhere at a, at a at peak time, you should be able to find a parking space at the back of the car park where nobody else parks. Or have a sprog and then you can park in the mother and baby. Or develop a disability. <laughs> Get yourself a blue card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, really grinds my gears. Inspiration so this is the part of the show where we end on a little bit of a high note yep so we've developed quite well this is a 17th well 17th episode with a bonus so technically this is the 18th episode and in the majority of them we've had a little inspirational quote at the end just to say you know just to give you that little bit of kind of upliftment and Today is no different. So Kirsty's going to be presenting the lovely quotation that she's found. And we post them on Twitter as well uh, and Facebook and Instagram uh, just every now and again to refresh your memory and just to let you know that we got your back. So what are we talking about today, Kirsty? Well, it's just a little bit to say. Um, well, it's just a little quote um, to give you a little bit of hope and a little bit of inspiration that's what we're all about anyway it's in the end we only regret the chances we didn't take oh yes absolutely there's plenty hmm? plenty of times where i think do you know what i regret not doing that but at the same time if you didn't or if you did it you wouldn't be where you are now exactly and i think you never know it's 
people, again, people may disagree, but I think that everything happens for a reason. I think that to a certain extent, you, you're kind of, your path is kind of already drawn out for you until you get to the point of maturity and then you, you choose your own path. I know that's really kind of well religious, but. Well, no, it's kind of true. Like you, you, you don't really have many choices to make um, until you kind of leave your, your parents house really until you're mature enough to look after yourself like there's things that'll help define you as a person but in terms of where you're going to end up in life there's not really a lot that you can do until you leave leave that situation yeah I mean like one of the biggest things that I regret not doing was my A-levels and I did the first year and I got pretty poor results I mean I got some passes and I got some fails but there was other things in your life Oh, yeah. At the time, that didn't help. But now, now I'm in university, and obviously, I if I, if I'd had stuck out and done my A levels and went to university at that point in time, I don't think I would have given it everything. I think it would have been. But also, would you have done the degree that you're doing now with the knowledge that you now have? Probably no. not. No. So everything, yeah, I'm firm believe that everything happens for a reason, and I think. That whilst you are right and that quote's lovely, yeah, I think. I think in a roundabout way, it's just basically like, don't regret any anything. Just take every opportunity as it comes. Yeah, that's it. So yes, if you, uh, we have constant polls and questions and things going out on Twitter in Controversial Corner and things like that. Uh, so if you'd like to get involved, our Twitter is at Geo two halves. Also on Facebook and Instagram, um, which we post other schnizzle on. Yeah, pretty much every other day, every couple, if not every day, every couple of days with a quote on there or a, a poll or a question or something just to keep you engaged. And thank you for all of the support recently and all of the listens and downloads and follows. So thank you very much for that. Keep them coming. Yes. And we'll see you in next one, number 18, with trivia filled. Goodness. Part A. Oh. Okay. <laughs> trivia filled part A. Trivia filled part A, goodness. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. It means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show. If you want more, please subscribe on iTunes. If you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review, you will be forever in our hearts. Log on to gameof2.com for more of what you came here for.